This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, Episode 721, Dominating BlizzCon Line. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and this is the first all-Canadian All Things Azeroth since I believe the last time we had our guest on. Hey, Manny, how you doing? I'm okay. You know what? I, I'm taking advantage of Ali being sick this week, like true villain styles, as soon as, like, really, it all it is is that the only way I prevail is for good Ali to do nothing, and uh, hopefully she's doing nothing and recovering, uh, but I get to be on the show and I'm super hyped. Well, very glad to have you. Yes, it's gonna be a good time. And of course, that's Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, uh, hey. How you doing, bud? I'm doing okay. It's, How many it's, days? It's, How many days without? We need to record you. Uh, uh, eight days. Eight days. Eight days. All right. Doing well? Nope. Congratulations. No, I'm you're, not. I'm you're, not. You're, you're doing excellent. I, I'm very proud of you. Uh, keep going. I know you can do it. Uh, sure. I am. I am. Yeah, I am not doing well. It has been a struggle, <laughs> but you know. Doing as good as I can be. Yeah, like having quit smoking myself, it's a struggle. And I, I get you're being supportive, and that's great. Uh, but the way I look at it is kind of a grim determination way. It's, it was crappy today. It was crappier yesterday. Tomorrow, it's going to be less crappy. And then, like, it just it gets better that way. But, like, really, the fact that it's uh, that you've made it this far and it's going to get easier going forward most likely, means that, hey, man, like, that's an accomplishment. You should be proud of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, re I remember from the last time I quit, like, the, the first two weeks, I know it's cliche to say this because everybody says it, but it's cliche for a reason. The first two weeks is the hardest, and I'm and I'm, I'm through week one. I need to get through nice. the rest of the week, and hopefully it will get easier. Hopefully. Well, I believe you can do it, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I too, have quit smoking. I know the pain, uh, but I also know you're a strong guy, and I know that you have it in you to do it. So uh, I will continue to believe in you and know that you can do it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> I know it's hard. I definitely know it's hard. But I have faith. So, uh... How was your weekend well there, uh, Toasty? Um, honestly, it was pretty uneventful. I uh, I didn't 
I didn't raid as much as I usually do. I pretty much just raided the first half of raid night on Wednesday, and then after that, I just wasn't feeling well. Uh, and then Thursday, I hurt my hand, <laughs> so it was hard to play well. So n not much in the way of raiding. I know the raid team uh, managed to uh, get all get through uh, hungering devour on heroic, and uh, they they made attempts at Inerva. I don't believe that they were successful, but we had a few people out, which probably did not help. Uh, outside of that, uh, just did, I, just, I just did my chores. I did uh, I did my callings and all that other stuff. I ran Torghast. I'm not running Torghast for Solash at this point because I've got the one I've got the one legendary I want. I'm just doing uh, twisting corridors, and I got through layer one finally. Uh, over the weekend, um, I, I finally had a bunch. I finally had enough uninterrupted game time for me to sit down and and get through that. So that was nice. That's about it for WoW for me. How about you, Manny? What did you get up to? Oh, okay. So most of my week in WoW has been condensed into these last two days. So. For people who follow me over on uh, For Azeroth, I've been trying to do Elemental and make that work because uh, the DPS difference was was uh, pretty, like, you know, enough to tempt me. And so I wanted to see how it worked. And even though I didn't have everything together, like, I could see the difference, including in how I executed. So I felt really good about it. But then started thinking about it a little bit more. And I'm like, you know, maybe... If I'm going to do this, I want to do more commit. I want to like switch covenants and stuff. Or maybe like I want to uh, give enhancement another go, but like really try and min max, like get the right covenant for uh, like the quote unquote right covenant, the best performing covenant for the spec and all of that. And so yesterday I made the decision that I'm going to stay, I'm going to switch back to enhance, but I'm going to like switch venthyr covenant and everything so over the last uh two days like i have done uh, a bunch of mythic plus and random heroics and all of that to like get uh, to like get the renown up and switch all of that and between that raiding and uh, and battlegrounds and all of that i've been i've been playing a lot of wow and enjoying it and i get i'm i'm happy to be back on enhancement i'm just happy to be playing shaman either way like the uh Elemental is a lot of fun when you just like get the right chains and everything, but I I, I think this is what I'm gonna stick with. Otherwise, I'm gonna get like just absolutely destroyed by my guild. They're gonna be like, stick with something, stick with something. We're kicking you off the team. Oh man, I I miss playing my enhancement shaman. I I played enhance a lot in Cataclysm. It was I had like kind of a a dual main situation going during Cataclysm. I, I was pretty 50-50 between my my warrior and my enhancement shaman. It was so much fun back then. Oh, like, I, I just remember, like, the, uh, the, the lava, lava whip, flame whip. So, lava so, lash. Lava lash, yeah. Lava lash spreading spreading flame shock everywhere and then oh the, and the fire novas afterwards and, that was oh, so grotesque i like I, I love that yeah just finding a healthy trash pack and just going to town on them oh uh, 
It was disgusting, and I loved it so much. I used that trick in um, Warlords of Draenor to top healing meters. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that's right, because there was a self-heal involved with that too, right? Yeah, you could use Guidance where it would take a percentage of your damage and convert it to healing, and if you had yeah. a big enough pack that was just doing all that burst damage, the rest of the, it, like, the heal team could take a break for a little bit. You got it covered. <laughs> oh, man. I should dust off that Enhancement Shaman again. It's been... Like, I, 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 I get her up to cap every expansion. I just don't put any serious time into her anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Honestly, because every time I every time I play it, it's like there's a couple new things there that I don't know. How, I I don't know how to work in there, and uh, I guess that's what happens well, when you step away from it for so long. Yeah, well, I think the beauty of uh, it right now is that it's sort of got a lot of callbacks to what it was before, so it's actually easier for you to pick up if, like, let's say you skipped over BFA, right? Like, you would actually have a pretty good um, understanding of the things that they brought back. Like, shocks are back in the rotation. You're using your um, Wind Fury and your Flame Tongue weapon buffs. Uh, you have your Wind Fury totem back, which is so sweet. So sweet. And, it, and I think with a lot of the changes that they have made, it, it brings it back to more of a familiar thing for, like, long-term veterans. Okay. Alright, I dig it. Uh, I got her started at least in the... Like, she's in the mall right now, trying to get through that starting experience. So, maybe I'll finish that off and and level that character up. And, and I won't go Threads of Fate, because I, I, I don't like Threads of Fate leveling at all. It's, it's, not, it's not fun. <laughs> I, I have... One character still doing Thread to Fate, and I have one character that's supposed to go through the leveling campaign, except that the character that is supposed to go through the leveling campaign is literally parked in Dalaran, and not Legion Dalaran, I'm talking like Wrath of the Lich King Dalaran, uh, um, making me gold off of auctions. I mean, that's a good, another good way of spending... That's another good use of a character, though. Gold is good. Gold, gold is very yes. good. I made I made sixty k this week because I got a random boe from trash outside of a questing area. Like it wasn't even a good boe. I was really confused by it. It was a one ninety boe cape. And somebody still bought it for sixty k. Yeah. Anybody who has an alt that like you get those, you slap a couple of those on. You grab the like crafted gear. You skip right into heroics and then do uh, mythics. So like. Those stuff are still are still selling because people are still doing alts and still wanting to, to like jump right in, get into like a PvP situation or something like that, and be able to gear fast. Well, excellent. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go around to the, all the questing areas and just farm BOEs because that's where I've gotten all my BOEs this expansion. Just random random mobs out of the open world. Been great. I think I made. 250k off of BOEs from those kind of mobs. Very nice. So so I guess the third person that we got to ask who, what they've been doing in uh, Azeroth is Medros. What have you been up to this week? So here's the thing, okay? So you just pointed out, Manny, something that I 
totally did not realize until just now, and and I'll it, it'll be notable for, for a very important reason. So uh, this week, um, I finished up the quote unquote grind, though it's not really a grind for Blanche. So I have now have my center runner Blanche mount mount. Um, still find it really odd that it has no actual legs. But whatever. I mean, it's a ghost, and I'm riding a ghost, so it's fine. Uh, I also, uh, while doing the world quest in Theater Pain uh, last night, uh, got myself another mount this week. That is the uh, Battlebound Warhound. Uh, that's the one that can randomly drop off of the uh, the guys you fight in the middle there. Uh, so the mm -hmm. bosses at the Theater of Pain. Uh, I've probably killed... I'd say probably a good 70 or so of those between all my characters. And I finally dropped. Uh, I don't know if any others can drop from them. Uh, nope. I haven't really checked. Okay. So I don't have to worry if I don't get another one. If I don't get any more mouse there. Good. Glad to hear that. Uh, I... Thought for a brief moment that this is a, mount, a mom mount, but I'm pretty sure it isn't. Uh, but I did learn it today, so that's good. And uh, it's, it's really cool to finally have that mount. Because um, I've seen a lot of other people get that mount in groups that I've been in. Um, and then uh, the other thing this week that I was really working towards was uh, getting my Death Knight up to level 60. Now, I've been working on this guy for, I'm going to say, good solid three weeks now. And I, and my main is my blacksmith. So my main has fully maxed up blacksmithing. Do you want to know what I did not have prepared for this character when I hit level 60? Oh, crafted gear. Yeah. Or? I'll, I'll run uh, that. Uh, no, that, that character is actually a uh, inscriptionist, so uh, does not need ore, but uh, would let, really be helpful to have some gear, because uh, I was doing some stuff out in Maldraxxus this morning, uh, and uh, I was dying really fast. Like, I was not... Like, Deathnet, I expect to have a fair bit of survivability. The plateware has got some pretty decent spells. It's eye level is like 112 right now mm. at 160 or at level 60. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess after the show, I'm going to go make some gear. Yes, please. <laughs> did, did you do I'm, the intro quest that give you like the 171 neck and that like uh, back piece as well? I don't know what quest you're talking about. Okay. Like, we will talk more after the show. We'll get you geared. I, I'm pretty confident I don't recall any quest giving me. Like, I've got one piece of the like, um, of the of the campaign quest gear, uh, and I got a couple of pieces of gear from uh, world quests. That's like one thirty something, one thirty two, I think. Uh, but I need to like do a bunch of like campaign quests and stuff and get a bunch of renown up to really have an improved option for, for gear and world quests. So, uh, right now I have to go to Torghast 
that's my next quest for campaign-ish stuff. And then okay. that's, that's to rescue Bane. Yeah, so. there's a couple of early quests where they replace anybody who has, like, the Heart of Azeroth or who has the Legendary Cloak. So they give you some relatively high-level gear to, like, just destroy the item level of th those things. So you'll get a neck piece that is about, like, I think it's, like, 160 or 170, and you'll get a back around that level as well. Yep. I don't recall getting that in any of my tunes. I don't recall every, like, I... Definitely did not get a 170 piece on any of my tunes until well after hitting 60. So I don't know what question you guys are talking about, but I remember getting I remember getting replacement uh, replacement gear for the neck and cloak. Unfortunately for me, like my my cloak was a high enough level that I didn't replace it until I hit level 60 and managed to get some gear out of heroic dungeons. It took heroic dungeons for me to replace my damn cloak. That was annoying. Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure all of my characters replaced their neck before hitting 60. And none of my characters ever had the, the cloak. So they never would have had to replace that. So, But maybe I missed a quest somewhere along the way. If I did, I'd feel really stupid. But that's not uncommon for me. So it's fine. Um, other than that, uh, just going through the motions. Did I mention last week, Toasty, that I had moved a character over? Or was that this past weekend? You mentioned that last week. Okay. Well, that character is still on the boat in Boralis. Uh, still has not done much of anything. Uh, though I did see people, see people on in the guild this time when I logged on a couple times. So that was good. There you go. No, he talked to me. But I saw some people that were online. So, But yeah, so... And and I and I finally did join the uh, the Phalanx of Nod Discord, so that was nice. Now that I didn't invite you, no, that was good. That was nice. Nice to be invited <laughs> to the guild. In all its forms. Anyway, an okay group. Uh that is about it for my week. Uh so let's look at what's coming up this month in WoW. Alright, so this month in WoW, we've got the Dark Moon Fair that started on January 31st and it's gonna run until February 6th. We've also got the final wing of Castle Nathria opening up. That'll be on February 2nd. Also on February 2nd, we've got the Shadowlands Dungeon Event and PvP Brawl Warsong Scramble. Those events run until February 8th. Lunar Festival starts on February 5th and runs until the 18th. Love is in the Air starts on the 8th and runs until the 21st. Uh, we've also got a special tour guest event, Chorus of Souls, that runs from the 9th to the 15th. If you don't feel like doing that, you can do the pet battle bonus event that runs for the same time period. Miss Time Walking is coming our way on February 16th, and that runs until the 22nd. Also got the Hatching of the Hippogriffs on February 23rd, and the Arena Skirmish event February 23rd to March 1st. And of course, the big event for this month is BlizzCon Line. That runs on February 19th and goes until the 20th. So, you know, well, standard BlizzCon time yeah. time i mean delayed a little bit but you know it's fine it's a little like, like a little delayed i think Just you guys are underselling i really feel like you're underselling love is in the air and the big love rocket that i will get this year uh, but yes we could talk about this i mean everybody says they're gonna get the big love rocket and how many people actually get it 
Well, I've never said that I'm getting it this year. This is the year. I've called my shot. It's happening. Uh, you're not, oh. you not throwing away your shot there, to Manny? You're not going to throw your shot? No, I mean, like, there there are people who are, like, running multiple characters. Like, I, I've seen uh, one guy who had, like, 25 characters, and I know a content pr producer who is working on, like, 23 or 24 for this year. So, like, you know, it, I, I'm not getting myself the best odds with two, I think, four characters that are actually qualified for it, but I can feel it. I can feel hey. it in the air, like love. So, let me tell you two stories. I know somebody who every year has run a solid 15 characters at the Love Rocket every day for the entire event. Still doesn't have it. I know somebody who's done it once and has the Love Rocket. That's RNG for you. God, I hate it. <laughs> and I, like at this point, I don't even want the Love Rocket because like it's a good look. It's not a good looking mount. Let's be real. No, it's it's, it, it's it's it, compared to some of the other rockets available. It's not a good looking mount. I just want it because I want it for the memes. Wanted I, like the memes of me saying like I'm gonna mount up on my love rocket, bud. It's just funny. That's the only reason I want it. Oh yeah, one year they're gonna make it a a, a uh, the first three seater mount, and it'll be all the memes. Oh my god, a three seater love rocket. Oh, I don't. I don't even want to. No, let's let's move along from that because that. Yeah, let's go online. Uh, so as we know, let's go online is happening the nineteenth and twentieth, as Tosi just mentioned, and we finally have information about it, uh, which is, I think, earlier than we tend to know what kind what kind of scheduling we're going to be looking at uh, for for BlizzCon. Uh, like usually, we know the weekend or week before. Uh, now we actually know, like, several weeks before, kind of a rough idea of what's happening. Though we don't actually have a schedule yet, so don't don't get don't get your hopes up too much there, guys. So, day one, uh, we'll kick off at 2 p.m. PST, uh, with an on opening segment that includes a first look at some of the latest game content, so it's basically the opening keynote, basically. Um, I'm sure it'll be headed by JL and Brack. Uh, we'll have lots of really interesting announcements from different games, uh, it'll basically be the same thing we usually have. Uh, and then after that, for the next three plus hours, you'll have the option to tune into one of six different themed channels. So you can decide whether you want to sample a little bit of everything or dig deeper into the games you're interested in most. So uh, what do we think? The, the, like, So we're going to have a Warcraft channel, Overwatch, Diablo, maybe a Starcraft, and maybe a Hearthstone. Probably a Hearthstone. Yeah, I feel like Hearthstone's more likely than Starcraft. Yeah, there's not going to be a StarCraft but like, one. <laughs> but, who, but who... Okay, so if we take out StarCraft, then we're, we're at four. What are the other two going to be? Well, I think with Diablo, you're going to have Immortal and four. And you think they're going to be think, separate, uh, separate channels? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so either. Like, I, I would think there'll be a, a Diablo channel. Like, I, I don't think Immortal's <clears throat> going to have that much to talk about. Like... There might be a, a release date announced, um, and there might be like an hour segment of like showing off the gameplay and stuff and answering questions and 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 stuff. But I don't see it being a whole three-hour segment for that just that game. And I don't know that we'll have enough about D four to actually make it a uh, its own full thing as well, separate from Immortal. But I, I just don't know what the other 
Like, there's six options. It's the other two. So I believe that one of the options will be a quote-unquote main stage where they'll have, like, a variety of things from all of the other ones. And the last one is going to be a community where it's going to be, like, you know, the um, show, uh, the, like, um, voiceover panel and... Okay. And that sort of stuff. That's that's my guess at it. So, uh, Shantyman in our, in our chat says, Hots, Hearthstone, WoW, Diablo, Overwatch, and maybe a classic. I don't know that Hots is going to be there, because I think that's pretty much maintenance right now. Like, it's yeah. buried at this point as much as StarCraft is. Like, the team that worked on Hots as the same team that worked on StarCraft, and that team's no longer... In, that, there's no longer a thing. No, uh, that team, team one's That gone. team does exist in some form because they are still putting out content for uh for hots it's just smaller it, team it's a much smaller it's a, team yeah i don't see hots being a three-hour content panel mm-hmm. or content and channel I, yeah and i think classic gets thrown in with the wow um content the, as well the only way i see classic being its own is if they announce burn crusade classic i think even when they that uh do that well okay it, it, it really doesn't know what they do for wow like the wow retail thread like if it, it depends on if there's enough content there for its own and then then they could push off classic to its own thread but i don't see there being super lots to talk about in the wow thread so i agree like, i think wow and classic would be together so I, I really don't know what the other two would be um that's gonna be very interesting to find out uh, day two, uh, they'll pick back up at noon PST, and there'll be multiple channels once again uh, until the fun wraps at, 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 at later in the afternoon. Uh, as wrote the same day, they'll be shining a spotlight on the Global Blizzard community, so be the uh, entries for the con- talent contest and so on. Uh, I'm very curious to see how this is all going to turn out. Um, they do say that if you miss anything, you can watch it later, so that's good. Uh and as we know, this is going to be free. So it's not costing us anything uh, to have access to all this content. Which, smart with Blizzard, because people probably wouldn't pay for what you promised here so far. Uh, what do you guys think of the uh, the multiple channels first? I mean, it's well, the multiple channels things make sense. It's kind of in line with what they've done previously with the online BlizzCon experience. You can pick and choose what you want to watch, and that's that. So... Multiple channels, A-OK. Yeah, I like that you focus on what you want to focus on, or if you're just, like, getting the overarching picture, you can sort of do that. Like, if they're like, hey, we're announcing a new uh, um, co-op general for uh, for StarCraft Two, and I'm not a StarCraft Two player, I can skip over that. If they put it into one, then they lose viewers, people come back, and all that sort of stuff. This This makes it... Something to tune in for. You can jump over and be like, actually, you know what? I would, I do want to see what's happening in Hearthstone. Like, what are, what is this new uh, thing that they're showing over there? And I, I do like that as a quasi con experience. And it is always on a virtual ticket, like Toasty's saying. It, basically, what they're giving you here is the option of, of living that. I'm gonna sit in and, and, and I'm gonna sit in the main hall and watch all the big presentations experience. That's the well, I, that's what I imagine the you want to sample a bit of everything experiences. 
Mm-hmm. And the Dig Deeper is like, okay, I, I just play well. Where are all the well panels? Okay, this is when I'm going to this specific call to do it. Kind of so like here, that. So here's my question. What long-term impact do you think this could have on BlizzCon streaming? So the 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 kind of the, the underlying idea I'm asking is like could we see BlizzCon 2022, the next one that I think many people expect to see in person, have uh, an option for stage and then an option for content. So uh, you can either watch the main stage all day as an option, or you can watch all the Diablo stuff or all the WoW stuff. Like, do you think this could have a long-term impact on how they arrange scheduling of panels and the uh, the options for the streaming so that you can more easily follow one thread of a certain game if that's all you play? I really don't think so. I think that this is sort of a uh, one-off during the unique situation that we have. I think a lot of this stuff is going to be what they can put together pre-recorded from each of their their houses right because they're they're working remotely too it's not like they have a stage and then they're just broadcasting to the stage right uh and when they go back to those stages you're going to need time in between each of those panels to go set up to go uh change the entire stage to make sure everybody has moved from like stage one to stage stage four or whatever it is to continue those panels whereas this is going to be a lot more quick and uh, and tighter and i don't believe that's something that you're going to be able to do while filling up a convention hall when they return to the convention hall so i i get i mean i don't disagree per se but um in Brit blizzcon's past their scheduling for panels has always been uh very much scattered like uh panels don't always like don't end and start at the same time if they set that up so that panels do have like all panels you know panels all panels start at one they all end at 115. the next one starts at 130 goes to 245. like if they had that they could i think more easily have you know, with some banter from the from the, the control desk, uh, where they have Michelle Morrow and all them at, um, they could do that. Where it's, uh, you know, you can have a, a Diablo th- channel uh, that doesn't take away from you having your your uh, channel for uh, for the main stage and the the B stage and the D stage. Uh, it just gives people a chance to follow what they want through the through the day instead of, okay, so I have to choose between uh, do I want to watch this stage or this stage because they both have a wow thing at that time. Okay. Uh, Toasty, uh, I, you were there last year. The opening ceremony, I believe what happened was that there was a presentation Right, but the presentation actually went between the different sa- stages and then was broadcast to all the other stages when it wasn't their turn. So, like the guys who were doing like the initial uh, um, Hearthstone thing would 
uh, would like have their presentation on the Hearthstone stage, and it would be shown on the main stage or in the Diablo stage. And then when the Diablo came up, they uh, their stage would have the live one, and it would be broadcast to the other ones, right? Yeah, that's the way the opening ceremonies work. That's the way it's been working for the past couple of years that they started doing that. They wanted they wanted to give that opening ceremony experience to everybody instead of just whoever managed to get to the main stage first. I, I still remember when they had they tried to go to the Hearthstone stage, had mic problems, uh, so they pushed uh, Kaplan out on the Overwatch stadium stage early while they fixed the mic problems. That was the smoothest transition to from a screw-up that I've ever seen. That was, like, two years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And... Obviously, this year, none of that's going to be an issue because if they have any mic problems, okay, fix the mic problems, re-record it, we're fine. So, I don't I don't suspect that, like, there are anywhere near the same logistical issues. And trying to mimic what comes from this year, I guess, would be based on, like, how much of a success it will be. Yeah. But, yeah. But, like, the other part of it is that like it just seems like such a different environment that I'm not sure how many how many lessons they will really be taking from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the expectations versus for an online convention versus an in-person convention are going to be very different. An online convention, you you have kind of the expectation that okay, I should be able to just go back and look through everything again, right? And meanwhile, I when I go to <clears throat> when I when when I go to a convention, especially when I go to BlizzCon, I go there with the expectation that I'm not going to watch everything that I'm going to be able that I want to watch. There's going to be stuff happening at the same time because you know they have to make use of all the space that's available to them, and I'm going to have to watch some stuff at home on the on on the virtual ticket. Yeah, actually, that that's a very big point. Um, last year, when uh, Joss and I were comparing notes, I had uh, I had been sick, so I missed it. And then I'm talking to Joss about all this. He's like, my goodness. Like, I knew like 10 times the amount of information that she knew and she was there. Like, you just, you cannot keep up with everything that's happening when you're on the convention floor. It it would literally be where you're like, you go back to your your room afterwards if you aren't doing like all the after parties and every all the community events and then be going through the virtual ticket to try and catch up while the people at home which is going to be everybody this year they get all that information and they also get the dissection from like all things azeroth having their commentary and then uh reading the articles on mmo champion and all of that so like you get way more information in this format and they might be trying to take advantage of that yeah uh i i definitely think that um It'll be very interesting to see how how things happen. But yeah, like when I was there in person, I recall uh, there was literally fifty minutes between uh, a main stage and a D stage that I wanted to to go to, and like crossing the entire con floor in fifteen minutes can be really hard to do. Uh, and I think I was almost constantly late for the the panel I was wanting to get to. So that's only a couple minutes late, but almost constantly late trying to get there. It's hard. Yep. It's really and frustrating. It's, and let me tell you this, Medros, it's only worse now that they've taken up a whole other building. Oh, I can only imagine. 
Uh, yeah. Like I, I, I would probably just be like, okay, so do I have an entire panel between what I want to watch on one stage versus the other? Because I need time to get over there, and I'll probably have to get some food and get a drink and maybe use the bathroom and get the old walking all the, all the way over there thing. Um, like it's just crazy. Um, meanwhile, nobody's even gotten to get on the demos, and I need to be on those demos, people. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think there was one year where, like, if I didn't have a press pass, I never would have demoed a thing. Because, uh, thankfully, as press, you get they they have a computer set up near the press room that has special access. Um, but even that was like, uh, I tried three times, and there were YouTubers and, and other people who were doing reaction videos to the content they were playing, uh, hogging the entire area uh, before I finally got in, which really annoyed me. Because I'm like, I understand that you guys are trying to film content, um, but there's like 20 machines here. You shouldn't be taking the whole room to, to record one person's reaction. Like, just that's just wrong. At least to me, anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see the impacts this will have long-term on BlizzCon. Um, I definitely think they'll go back to in-person as soon as they can. Uh, but let's let's actually talk about the in-person uh, aspect. Do you guys think there's any chance of a 2021 that's in-person this year? Nope. Yeah, just, just... In the words of a very wise man... That's a big rip on that one, because think about it. They would need to be planning that to sell tickets in March, a.k.a. next month, because that's when we start seeing tickets for this sort of stuff go up. And there is no clear path to like having a in in-person convention right now. I just I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think they would literally need to announce that at this BlizzCon line. If they're going to have an in-person one. I I, I suspect, I, I would hope at least, that much like almost every other con out there, and it's always surprised me about BlizzCon, they will actually announce the next one at the, at the end of the current one. Like, if San Diego Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con and all these massive cons can announce a year ahead of time, I don't get why Blizzard can't. I just don't get it. <laughs> and it's always annoyed me because it's like, why can't you tell it? Like, you said you're going to always have them. Why can't you tell us you're, you're going to have one? Even if, they, even if they'd had done it this year. Even if they'd done it and announced last year, uh, or sorry, in 2019. <laughs> sorry, I forgot there's been a year since we had a BlizzCon, over a year. Uh, even if they had announced it in 2019 that there's going to be BlizzCon this year. So you tell us that you don't know it's going to happen, and then you end up going canceling. What's the big problem there? Like, I don't see an issue there. Um, it, people have to have understood. Like, every other con is being canceled. This one's going to be canceled. Uh, sorry, but there's where you make your mistake. You think that people are going to be understanding. <laughs> I mean, yes. I try to assume people are not going to be complete jerks. I, I'm Canadian. This is maybe a flaw of mine. I apologize. People aren't going to be complete jerks. Oh, 
I'm going to introduce you to a little thing called the internet. And on the internet, there are <laughs> there. It doesn't matter what you say; people are going to be jerks. I I understand. You can say something as innocent as I really like a grilled cheese sandwich with American cheese in it, and people will be jerks about it. Yep. Yep. They're going to be like, "You're not American. You don't even know what American cheese is." Or, "What in the world?" <laughs> I don't know. It, it, there's there's always something that will upset somebody. Um, I, I don't understand why they would suddenly change it and then lock or like start promising things earlier. It's always just being like March. They come around and they go, uh, they go like, hey, we're going to be putting out tickets in a month. Right. Um, I, I get that. I, I just like I remember I can't remember if it was the first or second BlizzCon I went to. Uh, but they had a really humorous Hearthstone announcement where they announced a new expansion at the start of the announcement and then, like, changed the expected date five times throughout the announcement to, oh, it's coming out tomorrow. From, oh, it'll be sometime this year. Oh, sort of this month. Maybe in a few weeks. Oh, it'll be out tomorrow. Like, I would love them to shock the player base and say, and BlizzCon 2021 is being announced. It'll be this day next year. See you then. Like, I'd love it if they would shock us like that. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. I just don't know why they don't. I know, but I'd love it if they did. I I can hope you do know why they don't. Releasing releasing a game like Hearthstone um, is... uh... Let's say it's less complicated than planning a convention for 30,000 people to show up at. I do know why they don't. I'm sad they they don't. I'm sad that they can't. Um, I would love to see that change. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, I, I'd I, I like can... to not have to wait and guess until April or May or whenever whether they're actually going to have one this year and when it's going to be and have... Five million bookings for hotels, so that in case I get to go, I have it have have the right range of dates, so that I can actually get a hotel room for a reasonable price. But not looking past this BlizzCon online, because the the future of in person BlizzCon is definitely uncertain. We all agree on that. But looking at this BlizzCon online, what are the announcements that you're hoping to see from this? Like Toasty, what 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 announcements are you hoping to see for like this uh, this con? Um, I want I want Overwatch two news seriously. Like I, I I going into this BlizzCon, even in a normal year, I wasn't gonna expect anything big out of Warcraft because like Shadowlands just came out. There wasn't going to be any huge news regarding WoW. I've been I'm wanting Overwatch two news. Like that's that's my other big Blizzard game. That's that's what I want. I want Overwatch two like beta news, release news. Hell, hell, give give me sojourn in overwatch one because i want my canadian hero in overwatch so overwatch 2 news give me overwatch 2 news that's what i want nice i mean like man i i would love to jump back into overwatch i i fell out of it i was enjoying it i think that when they started enforcing comps that was sort of what did it finally did in for me where i was just like well i wasn't really playing that much and i i i liked meme comps when when like either my team or the enemy team would just do something utterly ridiculous like we're gonna run like 
three tanks and th and three heals or just like whatever. Um, so yeah, I I I I am looking for something to get me back into Overwatch. Oh. Then I guess Medros, what about you? What's your top want for this BlizzCon? Actually, hit the AFK real quick. Oh my mistake. Well, I'm I'm gonna just rant about what I want because you said that Warcraft isn't gonna have something big. Like, come on, nine point one is clearly is clearly something that we're all looking forward to. I mean, yeah, I like like when I say when I say WoW isn't going to have a big thing. Like, obviously, the content patch on 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 the on the years of BlizzCon, we don't get a new expansion announcement. We get the next content patch announcement, and the stuff we get there is cool. It's just it's just not on the scale of an expansion. There's not all that hype you get with the expansion, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, new content, cool. I love that stuff. They inject it into my veins. I I want to <laughs> know, I want to know what's going on in the mob. I want to know when we get to hang out with Arthas because, like, stop telling me that we don't know if we're gonna hang out with Arthas. We're gonna hang out with Arthas. You're you're selling us, you're selling us some stuff, um, related to Arthas. So I expect to hang out with him. Oh, man. I just, I, I. I get why you go down that path and i'm really hoping it's always just the shadow of arthas and never the man himself i think if it's the ramifications of the decisions he made or like the legacy that he's left behind that is a much cooler path and i'm and when they said that they're going to be very respectful of of arthas i think that's what they meant but like yeah like i'm expecting from blizzcon online not just 9.1 but giving us that like further out sort of stuff so they'll like go in depth with 9.1 but then they'll also be like hey 9.1.5 is also in development and this is what you can expect from this and 9.2 uh later this year right and you're going to be seeing this and it's sort of and give us like just a little bit further out i expect that we're going to get all of that and then later on in the week or not later on in the week later on in that same weekend we'll get the deep dive into 9.1 so like as shantyman is saying that sort of roadmap right because like i i loved that when they did that in legion that roadmap was just like got me hyped throughout the expansion and it didn't give so much away that you were like oh i'm just waiting for the next thing like they just tease like oh what happens after the tomb of sargeras if we're if we're dealing with that well that's when bum 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 we're going to we're going to Argus, right? And then it's just like, oh man! So like, that's the tomb of Sargeras was still as hype as it could be, and I thought that uh, that like that was a great way of putting it all together. Plus, I, I there are stuff in those point five patches that I really love to look at, like what's uh, what are we getting with the next time walking stuff? So like the next time walking raid, um, the the mounts and stuff that at the heritage armor like these are things that are like i i know not the title grabbers that you're going to see in pc magazine and all of that but like the real love that goes into the expansion also can we get a brawler's guild please oh i miss brawler's guild so much ah give it give come on give it give it back <laughs> 
See, that's a 0.5 patch. That might be 2.5, but it might be 1.5. I'd love a mega dungeon too. Please, please, please give me the mega dungeon sooner than later. Sorry, wait, hold on. You can't you can't just say mega dungeon on the show, right? It's gonna be mega dungeon. <laughs> I, I mean the I thought you were the dungeon. show before, Manny. Come on. You, you gotta <laughs> say it right. I, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I, I really want a mega dungeon. There we go. But enough about what I want. Medros, what's the big announcement that you're hoping for from BlizzCon Online? Um the death of Rathion. <laughs> that seriously though, uh, I would uh I would I would like to see a Diablo 4 get released. Or or a more solid uh footing for it. Like I, I feel like after the rough road the Blizz the, the, the Diablo community's had uh, some people are just kind of still on, like, could this be another ghost? Like, could they cancel this at the e near the end? Like, what, what is this actually going to happen? Um, you know, and, and I feel like people are kind of worried that this is going to be one of those canceled titles. And I think they make people very sad because they're really excited for Diablo 4. Um, other than that, like, I'm pretty confident everything that... Is is integral to my uh, video game play that is Blizzard related uh, is, is already kind of kind of there. You know, it, I, I wouldn't complain about a a, a battle pets go. Uh, I'll be honest, I would take that. <laughs> I think the battle pets go. While normally I would love that, would be very ill timed. When they are doing it from an online convention that they had to cancel because of the pandemic. Let's not put out a game that can, makes people congregate right now. But it yeah. would take time to develop it. And, you know, they could launch it after the pandemic. And besides, Niantic has done a very good job of, of, of altering the gameplay for all of their games for those who can't go out. Yeah, I I think it yep. would I think that there is definitely a market for it. I just don't think the timing of the announcement would be right to have that announced at BlizzCon. Online. I mean, come on. Who would be better placed than me for a combined gameplay of Niantic and Blizzard? Like who is better positioned for that? I, I can't think of no other. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect for me. I could I could broadcast on both of my Twitch streams at the same time as I'm playing games from a game from Niantic developed with Blizzard. It's perfect. I, I I just love the idea. I think I totally want that to happen. It's not happening, but I I I would love if it did. I would love stretch goals where it's like Medros goes to Japan to get like the like the the regional that's not a regional pokemon to be a region regional pet uh, pet that's only available in japan that would be beautiful stretch goals uh if 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 they if somebody wants to to donate enough money for that to happen i would totally do it uh anyways more seriously though you know i i i think a lot of stuff this year is is stuff we were fully expecting uh anything that we aren't currently expecting is gonna be like an overwatch type Holy crap, this is a whole new universe we've never even seen before. Um, though I, I think that we're... I have a bit of pride for something like that. 
that might be one of those extra channels we don't know about yet. Yeah, I mean, there have been a lot of people who have been moving on to, quote, unannounced projects. Yeah, and, this, that, and <laughs> I, I do feel like um, at, at this point, we are so well placed for that uh, that I think the only way we would know if uh, if that was happening is if we see a schedule and there's is empty spaces. Uh, that'll tell us there's something we aren't already aware of. Yeah, and we haven't seen, like, the hourly breakdown of the schedule, and I don't think we'll see that until, like, maybe a couple of days before. If that... Yeah. Yeah, we'll see well, that in a week they, or two. They, they typically put that out, and then they have, like, uh, blanked out pl uh, panels, right? Like, they'll put in the main panels, but there'll still be a couple of blanks that you don't... Uh, that they are conveniently there. Like they did it oh, for Overwatch. Yeah. Where there, were, there, there wasn't blanked out sp uh, panels. There was just nothing on a on the main stage for like an hour and a half, and everybody was like, "Okay, there's totally something there, but there's no way you're doing not doing an hour and a half block on your main stage." And then you know the tarped off area in the middle of the convention floor yeah. that wasn't. Oh, look! At, I wonder that, what's there. <laughs> that mysterious space that just was an empty space on a otherwise very crowded convention floor. Uh, we unfortunately will not have that ability this year. Um, though that actually brings me to something I'm really curious about. Like, how are they going to do demos this year? They won't. Or they could do what they did with... Uh, they they could do what they did with... Um, they did it with Shadowlands, didn't they? They had a demo that you could download to your computer? They had that with Classic, for sure. Oh, was it, it, was, could... it might have been Classic, yeah. Yeah. They, I do remember there's a, a, a download of classic or a download demo of one game at some point, but I don't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. So they could do something like that. Yeah, uh, I'm very curious to see what, if anything, we get in that regard because that'll be really interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm more with Toasty's former comment that I'm expecting nothing from this. Like it's a it's a free ticket, um, so they're not trying to put in value goods. And that would require a lot of extra stuff that they just would have to have on the distribution network right now. Uh, and that and people would be sniffing that already. We would see we would see Wowhead being like, hey, encrypted files on the CDN. What's going on? Yeah. So let's talk about another method that we have used in the past to gain hints as to what's coming at a BlizzCon. Let's talk about the bundle so the uh, blizzcon online celebration bundle is like a bunch of digital goods and they have it in several different packs they have the basic pack which comes with uh the a warcraft pet the nether oh sorry moon oh my apologies there we're hard to steal from toasty Sorry, they have the Essentials Pack, which has the Moon Touch Nether Whelp Pet for World of Warcraft. It has Tracer's OSV-03 Rogue Mount with the Tracer Hero in Heroes of the Storm. An Overwatch player icon and spray. A set of StarCraft portraits commemorating Blizzard's 30th anniversary, because this is also Blizzard's 30th anniversary that we failed to mention before. Uh, a Diablo 3 Pet and Portrait. And then, plus, you get 10 Madness of the Dark Moon Fair card packs for Hearthstone, 
five Overwatch loot boxes and a code to receive 15% off of one order in the uh, uh, Blizzard gear store with some restrictions. Then they have the have, have, they, have, they, have they dropped the fanatics fulfillment of that store? Because otherwise, no. <laughs> I I don't know who's fulfilling all of it, but we'll have to check that out. Um, then they have a next step up, right? And that is the heroic pack that has everything that I just listed before, but it also comes with a Blizzardborn snowstorm mount that you get for your WoW collection. You have um, the Ray, sorry, Rainheart legendary skin in Overwatch, which is Rainer uh, skinned over top of Reinhardt. Um, a random legendary card in Hearthstone from the Madness uh, at the Darkmoon Fair set. And cosmetic wings for Diablo 3, though they haven't shown what those cosmetic wings look like. And then the final one is the Epic Pack. And this one has everything included in the two lower packs. Plus, you get five Golden Madness uh, Darkmoon Fair packs, which is, uh, which is all the cards are gold from those packs. You get three Golden Loot Boxes in Overwatch, uh, which each have a guaranteed legendary within them. And you get 30 days of World of Warcraft uh, game time and a complete set of Diablo 3 transmog items, including, I believe, a transmog helm. I've only seen the back pieces being transmog before, so the helms are actually something I had heard before. Now, each of these are 20 US for the essentials, 40 US for the heroic pack, and 60 US for the epic pack. So, that's a lot, uh, but it's kind of pricey at the higher end. Yeah, you're 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 not wrong. That's like for 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 the Canadians in the in the audience, it's twenty six ninety nine, fifty four ninety nine, and then seventy nine ninety nine. It's it's not an insignificant amount, especially at the high end. Um. I don't know. Personally, if if I were to go for any of these packs, I'd probably go for the heroic pack. And even that, I'm I'm I am divided on the idea of this right now. I mean, I'll oh. probably get it, <laughs> but <sighs> well, look, let's, let's kind of look over the let's look at the value first, okay? So, mm -hmm. uh, a pet for WoW, fifteen dollars US. Pretty far for 10. the best. It's like 10. The mounts are usually... Okay. Mounts are 25, pets are 10. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So $10 for the for the pet. Mount and hero for Heroes of the Storm. That's probably going to cost you at least 5 or $10, right? Well, it's Tracer. She's an older hero, right? Like, I think okay. the mount is more of the value than the hero. Yeah, I think mounts okay. are 20 bucks in HOTS, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. So that's thirty dollars right there. Then you get five loot boxes for Overwatch. Mm -hmm. That's what five bucks. I, I don't know what Overwatch loot boxes are. Toasty would know. Like, He's bought th many of them. <laughs> I think they're one. I think they're like two bucks per, and then you get a discount when you hit like five. Okay, that sounds right. about right. Yeah. 
So let's, let's just say five. So we're now at 35. Uh, the portraits, can't really price those out. Card packs for Hearthstone, I'm going to say probably another 10 bucks. Buck a pack, I, I'd imagine. It's been yeah. a while since I bought Hearthstone packs. <laughs> my, uh, yeah. my, it's usually, my it's usually issue... 50 for 50, right? For Hearthstone? Yeah. But like okay. that's like the the bulk discount. But also the the other issue with this is that like this is really good value if you use all of them. The the value yeah. cannot be denied if you are playing every single part and getting value out of all of these. If yeah, you like, are Go ahead. Well, if if you can include the pet from Diablo, which you don't have a price on that, but let's even just say $5 for that. You're already at $50 just for the essentials pack. But yes, if you don't use all of it, it's it's questionable value. Yeah. Like, do I want to spend 20 US and let's say I play any one of these games, right? Is 20 yeah. bucks enough for the, the Hearthstone, 10 packs of Hearthstone? No, I don't think so. I think that's like doubling the price. Is 20 bucks enough for a uh, a battle pet in WoW? I really don't think so, unless this thing has, like, ridiculous, like, it's the next unborn Valkyrie, and even then I'm not much of a pet battler, so I'm just gonna leave this alone. Like, I th I think, really, you've gotta be involved, heavily involved in two games, and be getting full value out of those two things, or, um, reasonably involved in three of the games, and then, like, it starts getting, you start getting value Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. And like, one of the problems with with this whole discussion is like normally, if had there been an actual BlizzCon, most most of this stuff would probably have been just been given away with BlizzCon. Yeah, part of the ticket. And yeah, I would part of the ticket or part of the virtual ticket. Right. Yeah, but you're also getting that other stuff. Like you're getting this yeah. stuff in addition to BlizzCon stuff, right? Yeah, they're value I incentives. Yeah. Now, I get that BlizzCon is free this year. Um, right, I mean, okay, well, let, let's let's kind of look at that, though. Like, you're already getting the content from BlizzCon free. Mm -hmm. So this is essentially just buying the digital pack instead of buying the, the, the virtual ticket, which comes with the digital pack. Uh, except you have a, a lower cost option, whereas with a digital pack, your price is $40, period. Mm-hmm. So if we start with Heroic Pack as being a typical BlizzCon virtual ticket, you know, we're getting a mount, we're getting a pet, uh, we're getting a, uh, several Overwatch items, uh, we're getting uh, several Hearth items, several Diablo items, several StarCraft items. Like, we're getting a lot of stuff that's, I think, commensurate to what we'd usually get with a virtual ticket, from my perspective, at least. Yeah, but we're all getting the virtual ticket. So if the value is in, if any part of that value was in the virtual ticket, which for a lot of people, including myself, it was, right? These mm -hmm. little digital goods don't hold that ticket price, especially for somebody who is more concentrated on one game, right? Like I'm playing other games just in within the Diab, uh, sorry, within the Blizzard universe. I'm not playing much outside of World of Warcraft. So let's say. I was quote unquote gifted the heroic 
for for watching the uh, the BlizzCon. Do I really want to spend another 20 bucks US for 30 days game time? No, because the game time would run me 15 US. Like that's literally why am I paying that uh, that extra? Like there there's some yeah. sort of disconnect in this pricing that is you must be playing all these games to to receive the value out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, I, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering. Uh, how, how much is the virtual ticket? I'm $40. trying to compare forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like forty or forty-five bucks. But like, uh, is that U.S.? Yeah, thirty forty dollars U.S. Yeah. So that's like that might actually be six, that might actually be sixty-nine bucks Canadian. Well, it's, it's the heroic pack, same price. Yeah. My, okay. my my issue was last year I I bought a I bought a ticket, so I really overpaid for the virtual ticket because I never went in person. Ouch! So it was all gravy. That that's that's rough, man. Oh yeah, and and the hotel room and all oh. of that, and the I got my airfare back, but it that's was good. a very expensive BlizzCon you, you, online you, ticket. Let me guess, you didn't do a refund, a cancelable hotel room? Oh, no, I just had other people going, and I didn't want to stiff ah. them, because, like, my cancellation was last, and I'm like, listen, I've already spent the money, Here's the, uh, here it is, so that you're not suddenly paying, like, way more for your accommodations than you were planning. Gotcha. So, um... So let's kind of look at the, the rewards here. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, the, the actual, like, physical, the, the digital rewards. Uh, the Moon Touched Netherwalt pet. I think it looks really cute. Um, I honestly feel like that is the clearest indication that we are going to get a TBC Classic. Because the Netherwalt pet was the classic, or the uh, Burning Crusade pet for the Collector's Edition. And this is a Moon Touched Netherwalt. I, I totally feel this is like the clearest indication. If anybody had any doubts that we were getting TBC Classic, this is it. This is it. Period. Yeah, like yeah. I, 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 I can't believe in with a good conscience that they would put this out not to tip everybody off to, hey guys, get hyped for the Burning Crusade. Because just imagine it's like, yeah, we're not doing the Burning Crusade. Let's put this out, but everybody's gonna think it's the Burning Crusade, and no, they won't. No, what, what, what? slack call what the discord call would ever like sit down and be like yeah no no nobody's gonna make that connection yes everybody's going to make that connection so i'm just gonna take this as granted okay so mount uh the snowstorm mount uh so first off has saddlebags on the side with 30th anniversary for blizzard i think that's really cute uh this actually reminds me of my biggest regret um somebody offered me the 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 first Blizzard mount for BlizzCon, uh, the the one that had the BlizzCon stuff like the, the branding on it, and I declined because I thought it was what? just yeah 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 I so regret that because uh, even reselling that thing that, that thing resell resales right now for huge amounts of money. Uh, but I I would have loved to have had that mount, but I, I stupidly declined. Uh, yeah, I regret it. I regret it a lot. Um, I regret. Have, <laughs> have you guys seen the uh, mount special for it? 
I have with the uh, cloud of snow that spins around it. Yeah, yeah, and he chases it. It, it looks really cute. I, I, I would almost, almost buy this just for that because that's a really cute thing to do for a mount. I am really, I think, uh, Metros, you and I are right on the same page with this because I'm really hoping that this mount is going to be sold separately because I would totally pay 25 bucks just for that mount alone. I agree, but I don't think it'll be sold separately. Yeah, I know, but... But, but, would I pay $40 for that plus all the other stuff? Maybe, because 25 is not far off from 40 The pet being there as well, that's a $10 pet. I'm getting closer, I'm $5 away. Okay, so what here is worth $5 to me? I can justify the loot boxes. I can justify the skins. I like Tracer. And I do like Diablo, so I, I would... The, the pet portrait and wings, I mean, that, that might give me the $40. I could absolutely justify the $40. There's no doubt about that. Okay, but wait. What if... What if the portrait uh, for Diablo 3 and the pet... Are Rathion. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you just for you should. I hate you for suggesting that, Manny. <sighs> Anyways, I'm moving on past that idea because that's just not going to happen. Plus, it doesn't hate me that much. Um. All right. So, uh, from the Warcraft stuff, we have Overwatch. We have the uh, Rainer Rainheart skin. Uh, there's the loot boxes. Uh, there's Five loot, and then three golden loots if you get the epic pack. Um, I mean, I don't play Overwatch that much. I don't play Rainer or, or, or Reinhardt that at all. Um, so that's not really a a thing for me. What do you guys think of that one? I think it's cool. I really hope that they switch around the voice lines so that they're Rainer voice lines when you when you use the skin, and that will make it the best legendary skin they have ever put together. I love it. Give it to me. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I know how much you love your Overwatch. Uh, all right, here's the storm. Uh, so I'm confused that the image here has two different colorings on the bike. I don't know if you can choose the coloring. Um... But you do get the mount, um, and then I guess it says it from the Storm Rising, Storm Rising story, in the Overwatch archives, uh, as well as the Tracer Hero. I mean, I think the bike looks really cool, but I don't know that it has a lot of value for me because I can't recall the last time I played Heroes of Storm. Well, my guildies have uh, Monday Night Hero, so there are still definitely people who play uh, who play the game. I just, again, Tracer is a quite an old hero, so I don't think that there's much value in the Tracer hero itself. Um, anybody who wanted, wanted to play Tracer probably already has it. So the mount itself is where the value is, and when you do your loadout in Heroes, you can switch between color schemes of like mounts and like uh, and like the outfits that you have in your heroes. So that's why you see the different uh, different colors. Okay. Hopefully they announce uh, a new hero or there might be a rework of Tracer coming. I don't know. I'm not I'm not so into heroes that I don't I know which hero, heroes are in need of a rework, but if they did a rework with Tracer that would suddenly make people want uh this bundle a lot more. Yeah. Uh for Hearthstone, uh one Guaranteed legendary in the heroic and epic, ten packs across all that are available in all three, 
and then five card gold card packs in the epic. I think that for Hearthstone players that collect and and seek out those gold cards, I feel like the epic would be part of the pun a gold mine. I don't think I can pardon that pine. Uh, <laughs> geez. All right. Well, moving past that one, um, I I know that uh, Madness of Darkman Fair is the latest uh, latest expansion. They do have that that new supplement where you can get all the cards for I think it's fifteen or twenty bucks. Um, I wouldn't have minded if they threw that in here, but Madness isn't that old of an expansion. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad that's going in. But I think it is also telling, showing that we're not going to get some sort of new announcement for for Hearthstone here. It's really going to be just sort of like a, hey, celebrating what we've done so far that you already know about, and here's some cards to uh, for that. Fair, fair point. Uh, any thoughts on that one for you, Toasty? I know you've bought a few uh, bundles of cards. Yeah, back in the day, not not so much recently. Um, yeah, I've... oh no, because now you become a responsible adult instead of an uh, an irresponsible adult for back of everybody putting it. Well, do you play uh... any battlegrounds? Oh, I play I play the heck out of battlegrounds. Do you fee- find I'm... it odd that they haven't thrown anything battleground focused in here? Oh yeah, yeah. What the heck? I, I, I mean, what can you really sell for Battlegrounds, though, right? I, I don't know. Just, like, golden version of Heroes would be kind of a nice thing, or alternate uh, um, or alternate art. I guess, yeah, but, I guess so. Yeah. Huh. Well, let's move on to StarCraft here. Uh, so, for StarCraft Two and StarCraft Remastered, uh, there are portraits. Um... This is coming soon, so if you bought this now, you'd have to wait for later to get your actual uh, portraits. Um, but it has here uh, Diablo, Nova, Kira, Lost Vikings, Blackthorn, Rock and Roll Racing, and Thrall. So basically going back to all of their history, fitting for their 30th anniversary, I think. Yeah, very thin and fitting. Yep. I would love... I think they were doing, they did this in Heroes a, a little while back. They did the, like, uh, craft wars, where they had merges of, like, uh, Warcraft heroes and Starcraft uh, Starcraft heroes, uh, and, um, and, like, having all of that mixed. I would love if they did, like, instead of uh, certain, uh, certain units in Starcraft got replaced by, like, Warcraft allegories would be so, so cool, because they do have StarCraft skins now. Um, so... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so uh, what I want to talk about next on this uh, on this topic here is what do we find out from what is not available day of? So, uh, at the end of the listing here, it shows Overwatch skin, portrait, and spray, and StarCraft portraits will be in-game no later than February 18th, 2021. The day before. Diablo 3 in-game items will be in-game no later than February 28th. A week after the, the, the BlizzCon line. Or 10 days, or 9 days after BlizzCon online. So, how, what what do you guys think we can take from that? 
I, I really feel that the Diablo stuff being put after the event means that they want to show something at the event and then give people some little rewards afterwards that tie in. So we're going to see like wings that are like Lilith wings. We're going to see maybe like that entire um, like bones and horns that she has for her head as like a helm sort of inspired by that. So I think like that's what we're we're going to see to like get people hyped into it. Yeah, that's kind of my thinking too. Just something related to whatever they announce. So, what do you think the likelihood of them announcing stuff as part of this, but is not yet announced at BlizzCon Line? So, can you like, say that again? Uh, like, what do you think they could announce at BlizzCon Line? That'll be added to this pa- to these packages for people who are watching. So um, they don't usually announce the card back until the BlizzCon of, uh, opening ceremonies. Um, there are things that they don't announce until then that get added on. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think could get could be part of that? Like, what could they add on, or what of what we expect to be announced could they add? to further enrich these these uh, packages. At this point, Diablo Immortal stuff, people, they've been going, like, everybody's been going ham with data mining through Diablo Immortal stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Diablo Immortal stuff mixed into this pack somewhere. That's honestly all I can think of. Yeah. Like, because it's purely digital, like, I'm not entirely sure what they would throw out there. Like, what do you put in that actually has value? Like, do you throw in background drops? People can just grab that off uh, online. That's not really something that you do. Um, I Maybe a cosmetic Hearthstone? Like, that'd be a, a cool little thing that you could throw into Warcraft. So it would be something where it's like, it has fireworks in 30 years, if they want to celebrate the 30 years thing. Or it, like... It could be... Well, they already have a mount. So, yeah. I'm going to go with Cosmetic Hearthstone for WoW. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I guess we'll wait and see. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean, these are basically your variable quality and, and variable priced uh, Lizcon goodie boxes, for lack of oh. a better way of putting it. Oh, actually. Here's one. Uh, the hero. People who buy who buy this get get a new hero that they announce at at BlizzCon for uh, Heroes of the Storm. So you could you could play you could play if they want to put in um, Tyrion as like the new hero that they announce for that, and then everybody gets everybody who bought the uh, package gets Tyrion. That would be a great value add. Wouldn't be the first time they've given away a hero for BlizzCon bundles, so yeah. Okay, well, we, I think we've talked plenty about the digital goods we're going to be receiving as part of the BlizzCon line bundles. But uh, as with as is traditional with BlizzCon, they, there's a bunch of physical items we can buy. We don't know really any of them, save for one thing. And it was announced earlier today. Um, now, Medros, Manny, have you ever wanted to have your own home of domination? Uh, you, you do know I own Frostborn, right? I'm keenly aware. So I think you know the answer to your question. 
Hey Manny, how about you? You you want to you want to exert your dominance over over the undead of the world? I mean, I think that it it's a cool concept. I just I I've never been a person who has been like I I want that as a memorabilia. If I but man, this looks pretty sweet. Yeah. So I believe uh, it'll be available. What's the date on the nineteenth? Yeah, it'll be available on the 19th uh, in the Blizzard Gear Store. Uh, it is 300 US, and it is made primarily of polyresin. I don't... Like, I, it looks as though it is just like a little statue thingy. Um, so, no no, no, actually putting on the, the, the Helm of the Damned. But, hey, it's a cool conversation piece, and really... It's a really cool collector's collector's item for those of us who really like the Lich King. I want it. It's my birthday soon. Just as a hint. Just saying. You know, my my, my birthday's before that. I'm just gonna throw that out there. That's uh that's a point right there. Still want it. Um who is Man, I love you guys, but I don't two ninety nine love you guys. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that that's fair. That yeah. Yeah, I, does it say who's making this? I don't see the name of the, the company. No, doesn't doesn't give a name of uh, the of the company making these. No, it doesn't say who makes these. Um, That's weird. I mean, I, I mean, also what was weird is there wasn't initially a price available for this. We've it's been found out <clears throat> eventually. Oh man, but yeah. I mean, like. Considering that this is pretty much a WoWhead exclusive, they were like given like exclusive images and stuff before it went up on the store, right? And even the link that they go through, uh, that they have at the top of uh, this page, I can't, I can't find the actual helm for sale here. Uh, we'll go up for a listing until the nineteenth at three p.m. Pacific time. Uh, got got a press uh, email about that, so all the reason I know that information. <laughs> I, I do kind of want to talk before we move on to other stuff about one other thing that was uh, was noticed today, uh, and that is uh, something that's caught by a few people who watched the BlizzCon on BlizzCon Line uh, teaser video, uh, and that is a some images from the uh, video uh, that I've just put in the chat room here, uh, and that seems to be a concept of our uh, upcoming mount. Hell yeah. I mean, that's everybody else's upcoming mount. My mount was the big fat bug. Well, uh, <laughs> you're not getting your big fat bug because you lost. But I tell you, I tell you what, you are getting. You're getting Timmy the tree folk. It's okay, I guess. <laughs> I really wanted a big fat bug. Listen, Toasty, don't Wait. be down because this tree folk is literally going to lift you up. Carry you on his back into glory. Looks like he has a treehouse. Looks like there's a treehouse on the street person. And uh, honestly, I kind of dig that. That's pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> my my biggest issue was that they threw in the saddle. And I was really hoping he would just carry you on his shoulder. Like it wouldn't be, there would be no saddle. There would be no like, uh symmetrical sort of mounting he would just like throw you up on the shoulder and like start running with you oh yeah like um like oh why am i blanking on those hobbits names 
Like Mary Pippin. Yeah. Yeah, Mary They were kind of just hanging off one of the branches. Yes. Yeah, I kind of wanted that for this mount. Oh well. Can't get everything you want there, buddy. I'm sorry. Didn't get didn't get my fat bug. Didn't get hanging from the branches. Whatever. It's fine. I got a fat bug. Eventually. But who knows it would have been that one. Well, yeah, whatever. I'm not... Yeah, I sense you're a little bitter still about this, man. Yes, I wanted a chonky bug. Well, uh, maybe one day you can get a chonky bug. Yeah, I guess. In the meantime, yeah, go through that. Well, go through the BlizzCon preview video. If you press pause at just the right time, you can see um, the wireframe and the concept art for the mount that we were that that, that we all voted on. Uh, honestly, this is kind of what I was expecting. So, yeah. So again, we don't know if this is like an early concept or a late concept. We just know that it was a concept at some point. Well, it looks like it's being set up for rigging there. So I would yeah. say, and the concept art is done. So I would definitely say it's not an early concept. I am excited for it. I hope you all are too. All right. Uh, on that note, I think that's about it for the news. Yeah, so let's talk about our first sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to take a look at one of the other Blizzard universes available to us in novel form, Diablo 3. Let's have a listen. Twin columns rose up out of the sand in the distance like jagged teeth, their tops ending abruptly as if snapped off by something inhuman. That could be so, Deckard Cain thought, if this was in fact the entrance to the ancient ruins of the Vigeri Repository. He could only imagine what sort of horrors might have visited this place in years past, looking for sorcerers' blood. They had been traveling for days and had left their mules at the last town to continue the final part of their journey on foot. Mules would be of little use on this shifting sand base. The location Cain and his companions sought was remote. He had no doubt that these ruins would have remained well hidden for many years more if this young warrior had not brought him the obscure Zacharum texts, now safely nestled in his rucksack. The ancient repositories of the Vigeri in Chaldeum were far larger and better known among mages, but this one, if it did indeed exist, could be even more important. So once again, that was Diablo 3 The Order, written by Nate Kenyon and narrated by Scott Brink. You can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. Man, I just love the narration of Scott Brick. He does an amazing job. One of my favorite narrators, by far. Absolutely. So our question of the week from last week was, do you think Shadowlands is alt-friendly? WikiBH says yes, in the sense that you are encouraged to play alts to see all the campaigns. No, in the sense that keeping four characters up to date is a pain. Uh, Wildcrafts says, it's been pretty friendly for me so far. I'm up to three level 60s. I want two more before love is in the air. 
EK Geek Dad says, The Renown catch-up is the only thing I consider alt-friendly. The distinct lack of anima overall, weekly Solash caps, and per-character unlocking of Torghast layers make it very difficult to get an alt up to raid-ready in a timely manner. Kosserich says, No, it's not. While Huntress67 says, Nope, too much grinding to keep up. Alright, Shantyman says, In regards to the leveling, it's probably the most alt-friendly we've seen in a while. However, once it comes to endgame activities, it's not as friendly. However, they seem to be taking steps in the right direction, such as account-wide layer unlocks. If there was a better anima catch-up to go with the renowned catch-up, I'd bump it into top three of all friendliness based on my knowledge of the history of the game. Card Freak says, leveling up, yes, endgame after choosing Covenant, not at all. Renowned catch-up stuff helps a little bit, though. Uh, Winnipeg Chris says, it's one step forward, two steps back to this expansion. On my alt, I decided to try Fates, but when I then I was surprised that a lot of the world quests aren't available on the alts. Only you only get to about one third of them. It would be nice if all the flight paths unlock with Fates, since there are so few of them anyway. Anima sucks on my main, let alone on my alts. No flight whistle is the worst. I'm gonna agree a lot with what, what, what Chris here says. Um, the the world quests do slowly you get more of them as you go for, through the Fates. Uh, I did notice at 58 and 59, I was getting some of the stuff that was never available earlier on, like the Theater of Pain was there when I was 58, uh, where it definitely was not there at 55 on my DK. Uh, so definitely, you know, you get more of those as it is. Uh, I agree about the Flight Whistle and the Flight Pass. They should definitely open up all the Flight Pass for you uh, across the world so that it makes it easier to travel. Um, and Anima, yeah, I, I've expressed my thoughts on Anima before. Uh, Anima is, is one of the worst things. Uh, it is so hard to get, and it is just not a very fulfilling uh, system to me. Uh, but next week's question is, what do you think of the digital goodies given to the Blizz in BlizzCon bundle? Will you be purchasing a bundle? Uh, I think we've given our thorough answers on this. So, Except the purchasing bit. I feel like we, we talked a lot about the goodies. Just say yes or no. Are you buying it or not? I'll buy a, one of the levels. I'm not sure which one. Yeah, I'm going to abstain from this one. I'm not buying. I will probably buy the middle one. Yeah, like I, I feel like as a, a non-attendee in the past, I, I was willing to spend $40 before uh, if I wasn't able to get one from Blizzard. And, and I think I'm probably willing to spend that again, especially uh, since it gives me the kind of stuff that I would like anyway. So, All right. Looking forward to hearing everybody else's answers. For sure. Uh, time for shoutouts. Uh, Toasty, you first. Um, we'll give a shoutout to Manny. Thanks for thanks for hopping in super last minute, dude. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate appreciate the the hang and the talk and the conversation and all that other jazz. Oh God, he had at least eight hours of, of notice, right? Well, I don't know how much notice he had. <laughs> I mean, by the time I finally saw your message, a little less than eight, but I, I'm was very honored to uh, be invited back again. I didn't think that you liked me or Rathy. I'm really glad that you love us both. All right, so this will be la Maggie's last episode. <laughs> I mean, first he kills me, then he then he insults me with Rathion. Oh, man, I just don't get it. I don't get what you don't like me, man. Uh, anyways, uh, Maddie, how about your shout-out? 
So my shout out is going to be to Battle Girl Jess. Uh, she has, I actually got to work with her and, um, and Jared over at Merely a Setback. And that was a great fun episode. Uh, she is a new content creator, so like Merely Setback is her first show. And uh, I suggest everybody show her some love over at uh, Merely Setback or that you can find at Setback Podcast over on Twitter. Cool. Uh, and I'm going to give a shout out to Allie who couldn't make it today. Uh, I hope you're feeling better and uh, I hope you get some rest. Uh, also, uh, a shout out to uh, the Winnipeg Jets uh, for uh, trying to play good hockey and get less bad goals against them. Right. Anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, that is about it for the episode. Uh, let's do our outro. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, our number is one seven eight five ata well 5 or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. You can also check out Allie's show at dungeonfables.com and my stream over at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can also find us on Twitter. The show is at allthingsaz. For Medros, it's at Medros. Fandeth is at Fandeth. Allie is at AllieAndrusK. And I'm at toastypostycan. And you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other show on the Dawnforge network, GroupQuest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more good Shadowlands news, hopefully. Until next time, guys, may all your hits be crits. Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.